Genesis is a story of origins, to a group of slaves who lacked identity. The first book by Moses provided just that, identity by origin. But it also gave them a sense of history and purpose, and that purpose was defined by the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a reminder of creation and God calling us to commune with Him. The Sabbath is a memorial to creation and a call for renewal through fellowship and worship. We are not cloned to worship, we are created to worship. And just as light appeared in the void, the Sabbath illuminates the week that was. But more importantly, the amazing possibilities that can be in the week ahead because of the fellowship with God and community. The seventh day, the Sabbath. Worshiping God with family, friends, and a great potluck. I'm Sarah Mae Cologne, and this is Sabbath School University. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome to Sabbath School U. My name is Sarah Mae Clone, and I am your host for the day. And with me, I have a lovely panel of gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> so I would like it if you could introduce yourself and maybe tell me what you like creating. Do you need clarification with that question, or do you got it? I think I got it. Okay, who are you? Oh, my name is Evan Rory, mm -hmm. and I like to create new friendships. Oh, friendly. <laughs> That's good. We need more people that are nice. <laughs> Awesome, nice to meet you, Evan. Nice to meet you. Hi, my name is Kelly Jean Phillip from Philadelphia in the seminary. Um, I like to create, I don't know, a weird look on people's faces. Oh, good. I don't know what that Stunning means. Stunning them. But, yeah. So you like building friendships and you like slightly destroying them. <laughs> good. And did you say your last name is Philip from Philip? Phillip. From Philadelphia? From Philadelphia. Do you get to say that a lot? No, Phillip not really. From Philadelphia? I didn't even recognize that. <laughs> That's amazing. And who are you? I am Zachary Weems, and I am originally from Long Island, New York. Nice. Yes. And I like to create music. Yes. Ah, musician, I see. Yes. Well, maybe yes, we I can am. get you to sing a ditty. Uh, you yeah. know. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he can create a weird expression on his face, and he'll try to be friends with you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bonding friendship. All right. Well, awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you're here with us today to discuss this amazing topic. But before we get going, Kelly, would you mind reading your scripture and praying for us? Sure. Our scripture is found in Genesis 2, verse 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it says, On the seventh day, God, finished, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. Mm. So let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Padre Eterno, te damos las gracias porque tú eres bueno con nosotros. Te damos las gracias por uh, todo lo que tú has hecho en nuestras vidas. Ahora en este momento presente te pedimos que tu Santo Espíritu esté aquí con nosotros que toques nuestras mentes ahora que vamos a hablar acerca de ti. Uh, bendícenos y escucha nuestra oración en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amen. Okay, that was in English. No. <laughs> <laughs> but amen. And thank you. How do you speak Spanish so well? I was born in Venezuela. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay, well, that's not what I expected. No, but not that at is all. awesome. That Phillip weird look on his Created a success. Success for the day. Awesome. Well, as you know, today we're talking about the creation completed. Um, this is lesson three, and so let's just start right on in. Why is it important to take Genesis 1 on its own terms instead of blending outside ideas into this framework? Any insight on that? Um, well, I would say that the Bible is pretty clear when it comes to um, the account of creation. Mm -hmm. And so, as we know, there are many different worldviews on how things came to be, how human beings came to be, and uh, stuff like that. But it's very important for a Christian to understand based on or to base their belief on what the Bible says, beginning mm -hmm. from Genesis uh, 1 and the account of creation, uh, human beings and stuff like that. Interesting. Are there any other insights on that? Any thoughts about why Genesis 1 is what it is? <laughs> yes, agree. It's because you're the seminary. Everyone's just going to agree with you. See, there's no... <laughs> I mean, I mean it's self-explanatory, I guess. I mean... The Bible says it, and the the way they created, um, well, the way God created uh, us in six days. It's mm -hmm. just the way we should look at it. We shouldn't take any other views or anything else and mm -hmm. make something else up out of it. It's just the way that we should mm -hmm. view it, just by the the first book. Yeah, that's awesome. It gives us a good start into yeah. the belief. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I was just gonna say. Well, I feel like it's important because of the. Um, it's important for us to keep the Bible into its own personal context and mm -hmm. not to, uh, you know, I guess add our own human ideas into what we believe mm -hmm. that, you know, creation has, right. you know, done. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think we just jump in and start right. adding our own perceptions <laughs> into it. And we're like, times. well, today I'm feeling a bit moody. So what God was saying <laughs> was <laughs> that everybody <laughs> needs to go home. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So there's, yeah, absolutely. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, so in Genesis 1, what evidence in the text direct us to the author's intent for understanding the story? Because you guys have given a bit of a foundation right. for that, but what is it saying? Well, um, like I said, you know, Genesis is the origin. So mm -hmm. um, we look at it from uh, the standpoint of us as humans, we lack identity. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like looking into a slave. Um, they don't have their own personal identity. They, they're someone else's property. Mm. So speaking up, that isn't, you know, that's not an option. So it's very, you know, important to bring us back to our roots of where it began and remind mm. us of, uh, uh, kind of give us a continuous connection with God. And so, yeah. Absolutely. It's interesting mm -hmm. too, because I think at one point in our lives, everyone asks that question. Right. Where did I come from? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? So far and so forth. And so um, for us to be able to ask that question, I think Genesis 1 provides a very good answer. We were created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. God created everything around us. And mm -hmm. so like uh, Zach said, it gives you that sense of, of identity. Right. Um, you're not just someone who appeared out of nowhere. You know, you belong to someone and you right. are the part of something greater. Yeah, that's a really cool thought because I think we all do struggle with that, you know, especially since the world has become smaller. Yeah. We're all kind of interlaced with each other. And so sometimes it's hard to figure out where does my world start right. and someone else's, right. you know, like it's it's very confusing yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But, but I guess just to add on to also look back on to, you know, the origins and finding our identity is, uh, I guess, a lot of times modern day society has, you know, 
it, it is giving us our own image of what we should believe that our mm -hmm. identity is found. Mm -hmm. And so I look at Genesis 1 as being a reminder, a continuous right. reminder each time. It's almost like a mirror to yeah. see, you know, see your origin or where you come from. And that's so, really cool that you brought that up because I think right. that's one of the hugest, hugest? Is that a word? The <laughs> <laughs> largest? <laughs> I don't know. You guys are going to look way more intelligent than me by the end of the show. Um, but that's one of the biggest things that people struggle with nowadays. The postmodern mm -hmm. mentality is yeah. what's truth? Where do we come from? Mm -hmm. Who am I? You know, am I adopted? Or, mm -hmm. you know, like all these different things. And it's hard to pinpoint anything mm -hmm. right now because we're all on this journey through life yeah. mm -hmm. and um, so many people have lost sight of one what the Bible says and being mm -hmm. able to just trust that mm -hmm. um, and just interlacing it with all the modern theology and weird stuff that's going on mm -hmm. so it's it's very true that I think a lot of people really struggle with that and yeah. yeah. finding their identity in that mm -hmm. but well said <laughs> well spoken <laughs> You looked like you were going to say something, were you? No, or did I, no. That was just a weird expression. That was just okay, a weird right. <laughs> We're working through this. We'll be friends by the end. Don't you worry, well, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so what did Jesus say was the purpose of the Sabbath? He's gone through all this creation, but what's the point of the Sabbath? I think um, when God created us in uh, the heavens and the earth and everything in the six days, the mm -hmm. seventh day, when he did create the Sabbath, I think it was a day for us to just reflect on the week and what he's done for us, like just all the blessings, because God mm -hmm. provides for us in so many different ways. So when that Sabbath comes, it's just the time for us to just stop everything and just reflect because there's certain things that we go through and sometimes we just want to take a break and God has allowed us to have one certain day for us to just say that I've, I've had a long week, mm -hmm. I've, I've been through some things, I've gone through some ups and some downs, mm -hmm. but overall, I'm still a child of God and I still am here. And I, I think that's a good thing to know that the Sabbath is there for us to just reflect and just mm -hmm. meditate on Him. So. And you must really love it because it's all about fellowship and communing. That's the fellowship. Did you see my fellowship word? Like that's like, like, like the most Christian word ever. <laughs> it's like I we fellowship with people. <laughs> but so. yeah, no, that's absolutely, I think Sabbath is brilliant for fellowship. Yeah. During the, we all have worked at some point yeah. in our mm -hmm. lives and we all like that day off. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want anybody to mess with your day off. Right. On that day off, at least when I was working, don't call me, don't text me, don't. <laughs> and so um, in a similar way, when God created the Sabbath, mm -hmm. it was for us to take that time off from mm -hmm. the everyday labors of, of the week. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know if he was, you know, what his intent was in the greater run or if there's something bigger to mm -hmm. that, but just the simple, um, aspect of being able to fall back and relax mm -hmm. one day out of seven days, I think, mm -hmm. you know, for health purposes, for your, for the health of your mm -hmm. mind and your spirit, like you mm -hmm. say, to reflect fellowship. Some people work so many hours a week, mm -hmm. you know, people with family, they don't get to spend time with their spouse, their children, their friends, mm -hmm. even themselves. And so, uh, that Sabbath, that day of rest smack mm -hmm. there, you know, at the end of the week is just like, ah, Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, right. really quick side note on that, and you may or may not have an answer. I might get that weird expression. But <laughs> I've always wondered, you know, how did God know that we would need that day? Mm. You know, sin wasn't at that point, so Adam and Eve didn't really need it, mm. per se. Like, we needed it. Mm -hmm. you know, we're disheveled and a mess by the time Saturday mm. rolls around. Friday night, we're all like, yes! Mm -hmm. It's time to relax and hang out with family and friends. 
end. Exactly. So I've always kind of wondered, how does that fit into the whole scenario when, you know, in the whole process of things? Do you guys have any insight on that? I know that's kind of like a curveball weirdo. Yeah, have anything? No, actually, I don't. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to pass it to you, Seminarian. Yeah, hey, Seminarian Kelly. Um, to be honest with you, that is a question that I've asked myself mm -hmm. um, a few times. Um, it just makes me think of, you know, maybe there is more to the purpose of the Sabbath than God knowing that we were going mm -hmm. to sin. Um, maybe this whole aspect of sin and working, needing physical rest mm -hmm. is minute in the greater picture of why God created the Sabbath. And so Good. the Sabbath is not just for physical rest, because like you said, Adam and Eve did not really Mm -hmm. needed the same way we need it now. But the, the thing that I see, uh, like you mentioned, the mm -hmm. Sabbath is like a mirror. Right. And so it almost seems like whether or not sin ever entered this world, God still wanted to set one day yeah. apart so that not only we can commune with him, but he can also commune with us mm -hmm. and, you know, help get us to, I don't know, a fuller, right. better understanding of who he is, what his purposes are, and so far and so forth. So um, I would say, if anything, sin tinted part of that bigger picture. That's true. And so now we need it for that physical rest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, that's just my, my no, journey. That's actually a very similar to conclusion to what I came up with. Um, because I always was like, well, maybe God just really legitimately just wanted to hang out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, guys, today is your day. Right. And, you know, maybe they frolicked through fields. I don't know. Climb mm. trees. Chase. Pampering day. Pampering day. Absolutely. I like it. Why? Why not? I like, <laughs> I like a, call it a cleansing day. Cleansing. Just, it's, a, it's a cleanse us. I mean, there's a lot of things you can, you can say or, or call it, but I mean, mm -hmm. God, he's not somebody, I don't consider him somebody that's just a, oh, let me just uh, overpower us, and then on this day, I'm just going to uh, speak to them. I mean, God always tries to speak mm -hmm. to us, but this right. one day, I think he wants to just, like you say, hang out, because mm -hmm. God is not an overpowered dictator. He's a friend, he's mm -hmm. a comforter, he's a provider, so you don't have to see him as somebody that just tells us to separate us from the world or, or from anyone else and just focus on him this day. He just wants to be a part of our lives and cleanse us, that's what I believe, on that day. That's beautiful, mm -hmm. that's good. So. Absolutely. You were going to say something. I interrupted you like no, a billion years ago. Fine, so like, <laughs> Well, I was just going to simply say that um, we, we are reminded of the Sabbath a lot of, uh, during the week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we look at rest. We go to rest. You know, we go to bed every night. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. what makes it different about the Sabbath is that the Sabbath is a time to really just, I guess, uh, just really take in all mm -hmm. of the, you know, just everything that he's done for you. Mm -hmm. Just be thankful to be alive, to just reflect mm -hmm. on his nature, reflect on, you know, just life as a whole that God mm -hmm. has created. And I just find that to be, you know, very significant. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I also really like, I know we're in Genesis right now, mm -hmm. but <laughs> let's just fast forward to Jesus. <laughs> and I think it's brilliant how he handles Sabbath yeah. because he realizes it's not about rules. Right. It's about connectivity yeah. and like loving people. And right. I just think it's so beautiful that he went, I guess he upset a lot of people about it, but he brought it back to what it was. Yeah. So it was that right. relationship yeah. that yeah. you guys were talking about. And I just, I love that about the New Testament because it brings out the why again, yes. as opposed to here's the rigid to rules. The yeah, because yeah. we get so, I mean, mm -hmm. we're notorious for this as Christians, as believers, as people in general, mm -hmm. you know, we get caught in the system. Yeah. 
rather than why weren't the Snyder Stones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that made any sense. No, that made, that made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, any more insight on that? I don't want to cut anyone off. No? You good? All right. Um, <laughs> so if God is omnipotent, we've been talking about God a lot and how crazy cool he is and big. Um, how might we best understand his resting on the seventh day of the creation week? And I know we kind of touched on that, mm -hmm. but yeah. why would he rest? Like, uh, like I was saying about him being, uh, oh, he's saying omnipotent. So you're saying he's a powerful being. Mm -hmm. So I think I don't, I don't want to say that he's so powerful or that he can't just say I'm going to take a day off of rest. Mm -hmm. I think it's just because that he's showing that he's that powerful that mm -hmm. he can create all of, of what we are today in six mm -hmm. days, and then the seventh day himself can just sit back and relax. I think he's not somebody that has the power and just needs to just keep doing and doing. Even mm -hmm. himself, he would like to rest. So mm -hmm. I don't want to say that he's just, oh, I, I don't want to rest any time of the, of the right. time. I think he wanted that day off to rest and mm -hmm. for us to rest as well. I don't want to just, yeah. it's, it's weird to explain. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I honestly didn't expect that to, to happen because omnipotence, omnipresence, and all those other things that we describe God as, but at the same time, why did he rest on seventh day? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. So I guess him being as powerful as he is, he himself can say, I'm that powerful, and I want to just reflect on the mm -hmm. greatness that I have created and for other people. Mm -hmm. So, And that reflects on humans, like the humans that have done really well for themselves mm -hmm. and are all knowledgeable and powerful mm -hmm. and presidents and CEOs and all yeah. these things. Mm -hmm. And they have the power to keep plowing through and making meeting all their goals, or they have the choice to stop. And sometimes, I think, at least in our society nowadays, we think, you know, we need to get to this point and you don't yeah. stop until you get that's there. A, yeah. But it's important to enjoy the journey as well. And I think yeah. that's a good point. Also. I think that also foreshadows uh, what we've been saying all along, his desire to just want mm -hmm. to kick it with yeah. us. Kick it. Just kick it. You that's know, cool his, 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 yeah. His, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. in this light, it does make him seem like a, a personal mm -hmm. guy, you know, someone who has interest in the creation that he has Absolutely. made. And so um, the fact that he was able to take that day off for himself being all powerful, mm -hmm. you know, just to me foreshadows, you know, I want to spend time with my creation, human beings, plants, animals, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. everything that he created. Well, I also feel that we have to remember that God is, you know, he's all powerful. He, everything that he's created is perfect. Mm -hmm. and. Because it's perfect, that means it's beautiful in our eyes, what we see. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the reflection of looking at everything that he's created, it's mm -hmm. just, you know, it sends you into, an, uh, you're just in an amazed at the, just the, the power of yeah. everything that he's done. It's mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. it's, and you know what, I think, beautiful. man, I'm going to use words that don't exist. Saddest, saddest, that's the word, right? Okay, you know what the worst part <laughs> about it is, is that we get so distracted by the to-do list mm. that like yeah. when was the last time anyone ran through the fields or like took time to like actually appreciate creation and I know that's a very cliche question yeah. but I think we get so caught up in everything else that we miss the beauty of God and hearing you guys talk about this mm. is lovely because it's bringing back that yeah. relational side of mm. God as opposed to the this is what you have to do you have to preach this many sermons mm. you have to do this many things in order to be saved and uh, you well uh, I was gonna say it's actually funny that you say that because well recently um, today I was just walking and I overheard someone speaking about how we, you know, we don't really appreciate this, the, you know, the Sabbath as, um, you know, as looking at it from the creation point of view. Mm -hmm. He says, he was speaking about how 
he just walks on the beach and mm. he just looks at the waves or he goes into nature, goes through trails, appreciating mm -hmm. what God has created. Mm -hmm. And I feel I, I agree with him because a lot of times, like you were saying, that we are distracted by everything that's around us. Yeah that we forget that this earth that we even walk on was created by God mm -hmm. and everything in it, like I've said, is beautiful. So Yeah. yeah. And ironically, I'm gonna give a shout out to my mom real quick. She <laughs> she wrote a book on the Sabbath. <laughs> and it's it's great because a lot of the stuff that you all are saying are actually in her book. She did a study of all these different um kinds of people that worship on Sabbath mm -hmm. and how they celebrate Sabbath and all this stuff. And it was interesting to hear people's responses because I think we have very convoluted reasons for doing things as opposed to what it's talking about yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just always fascinating to hear people's views on what Sabbath means and yeah. what you're supposed to do on Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And it, you realize that we've actually gotten stuck into the same traditions and like rigid movements mm -hmm. as opposed to what it was created to do, you mm -hmm. know, like you said, long walks on the beach and oh, like yeah. appreciating God. So I think I think you brought up some really great points there. Um, so I guess there's a lot of questions I have, but since we're running out of time, I have one more question and then maybe we can go off on another one. But how would you explain creation story to an unbeliever? I think that's such a good question uh, because yeah. sometimes we get so stuck in our own heads mm -hmm. and we're so used to using the lingo of like the people we hang out with yeah. and the belief system we're in that we don't necessarily understand it outside mm -hmm. of our own terms. So how would you explain this story? Anybody? Ahead, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I guess you could just explain it. Like I've been saying, the theme has just been look around you, you know, mm -hmm. um, look past what man has created and look, <clears throat> look into the things of you've always wondered, how did that get there? Mm -hmm. Why is that there? Why is there a cloud? Why is the sun? come up in the morning? Why is it morning? Why is there night? Why, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess you can, you know, kind of use more of a practical, uh, you know, uh, example of what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I feel like that would be a visual. Visual mm -hmm. is better for people. So Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And also going back on the um, issues of where did I come from? How mm -hmm. did I get here type thing? Not only Christians, you know, ask themselves that question, non-Christians, mm -hmm ask themselves that question. Mm -hmm. And so in explaining the um, story of creation to someone who does not necessarily mm -hmm. believe, mm -hmm. um, they don't necessarily have to believe, mm -hmm. um, you know, in God or anything like that, mm -hmm. but just to let them know that, listen, in case you do believe in God, mm -hmm. there is a God who spent time in creating you the way mm -hmm. you are. And so that gives you a sense of, of belonging. Mm -hmm. It gives you a sense of, of identity, empowerment, if mm -hmm. you will, because um, you know you matter to, to someone. Yeah. I know at times we felt, not to cut you off, mm -hmm. I know at times we felt so minute in the world. Mm -hmm. And you know, you look around and you're like, man, what is going <laughs> on here? Yeah. And to know that you are, even though you might seem like a grain of sand in the, you know, sea of whatever, there was a God who spent that much time mm -hmm. on you. And so to me, as a human being, period, that just makes a world of a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very cool thought. I want to say something that he was talking about. When you just look at things and just say, where did these things come from? Like mm -hmm. the class, I'm, I can honestly say that I've asked myself these questions when I walk around. I say like, well, like who invented this and, and who, mm -hmm. who did that? Like the clouds. I honestly ask myself that mm -hmm. question like as a teenager. So like these things, some things you don't have any like answers to. You mm -hmm. don't know. Like we're, we're humans. We don't know everything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I just have the comfort to know. If I was to explain this to somebody that doesn't know about Christ, I just would give them the, def or the description of God is 
somebody that saw me mm-hmm. as a value and he just he created the world and everybody else in it for my enjoyment and not necessarily saying that he's just fitting for my specific needs mm-hmm. but he's just a provider for everything that has been around before mm-hmm. me and even me so I feel like it's really interesting to just reflect on those things because mm-hmm. it's not it's something you don't really think about every single day you don't say oh uh, how did the grass become so green today I don't know. Like, it's, you really just <laughs> well, don't ask questions there's a process but, no, <laughs> but like, it's something you just don't know the answers to yeah. so you can't say that everything has a structure that you know because you don't know them mm-hmm. but I just would know I would tell somebody the things that I know which is that God is somebody that just gave me life and mm-hmm. allowed me to be who I am now and saw me as somebody special to him mm-hmm. so it's comforting to know. Yeah, and I think a lot of the creation stories about experiencing. I remember as a kid, I'm pretty sure I was convinced that angels were up in the sky making fun figures out of the clouds for me. Like, <laughs> I was slightly delusional as a child, and I might be hanging on to that. But like, I remember sitting there, and I'm pretty sure my brother just thought I was an idiot. But um, I'd be like, "Whoa, that's a good one," you know. And we see totally different things. But even that in itself, seeing two different weird animals in a cloud and thinking that it was designed just for me mm-hmm. and for him. Mm-hmm. It was just such a personal connection yes. with a higher power. It was just something, it was just very cool. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my next question to like kind of wrap it all up is how does the biblical text fit into all of this? Like what is so important about talking about all this and does it go throughout the scripture? What is the process of this? Go ahead. Well, I was gonna, well, let me go ahead. <laughs> so polite. <laughs> um, it's the principles of creation, mm-hmm. uh, the purpose for which I think it was written. You can see it throughout the uh, biblical account from Old Testament to New Testament. Mm. You know, I am your creator. God kept telling the Israelites that over and over again. Remember me as your creator. Mm. Uh, he identifies himself as the God who created the heaven and the earth. Going back to the, you know, remember that you are not just something Mm -hmm. you are someone and you are of value and you can see that um, going throughout the text throughout the bible Mm -hmm. and so if if you read the bible within that context i mean it's just it's just beautiful it just shows Mm -hmm. you how precious we as human beings we are to god Mm -hmm. and everything he created he made just for us Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty cool well uh, i could also say um I'm in a class and I, it's called media literacy mm-hmm. and what it's doing is it uh, allows you to become more uh, literate to what's going on within the media, understanding mm-hmm. the different ideologies that people may have. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look into, I guess, the creation, it, it, it's like you have to look into it as what is the deeper meaning, exactly mm-hmm. what you were saying, mm-hmm. look behind to, you know, why is God creating light? Why is God mm-hmm. creating, you know, the firmament mm-hmm. and, and and land and the animals? And, mm-hmm. and so that's really what the point I feel like. That's very cool. Yeah. And I like how you guys tied that together because I think that goes in with the question of how would you explain this to someone that mm-hmm. has never really heard about it? Mm-hmm. This is that if it's a constant thing throughout scripture, it's not just in one book, yes. you know, it's mm-hmm. so it's, it's a consistent thing. But I know that we're running out of time. So is Aww. there any last seconds of words that you would like to share with us. No? Yeah? No? Yeah. God is cool. All right. Yeah, God. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for participating in this panel discussion. You have been delightful. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's it for this study. So thank you for joining us. Meet us on Facebook or at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, 
www.bibleschool.org. Bible study is more than a group of people who just talk. It's for the head and for the heart, and may yours grow in God's spirit. I'm Sarah Mae Cologne. We'll see you next time on Sabbath School University.